two. Fuck it. We'll do it live and then edit. Mm-hmm. All right. We are on air. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yep. Yeah. 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 We back. <laughs> we back. <laughs> Season duh of the TBD podcast. Let's just go with that. Formerly yeah. known as the Home Dog Podcast. We're revamping a little, remodeling. We're gonna tear it down just to build it back up. Don't be scared. We've we've leveled what used to be the Home Dog Podcast, but now the much debated, highly anticipated, sometimes hated, sophisticated. Now that we're back, you must be elated. Podcast. We don't have a title yet. We're gonna. We're, this is the TBD podcast. We'll, we'll go with that. We're working on. We're working on a few things. Yeah, we're working on. We got to get the rights to uh, to uh, some. Na- we got to get some naming rights. Uh, we're talking to our lawyers. Going to try to get that figured out. Yeah. Uh, but name to come. Don't want to encroach on anybody else's right. pod. Yeah. We're we're definitely originals here. Yes. So yes, absolutely. Um, my name is Michael Corstad, aka Pod Stewart. And he- here I am, Marlon Buttram, aka Podney Dangerfield. And uh, we're here just gonna talk some sports today. It's nothing new there. Pretty much uninformed. This is the uninformed. This is this is the, we're gonna give our uninformed takes. Uh, you all know that though. Um, let's talk. What do you think? Football. Football. Numero I mean, uno. it is America's pastime. Right. It is America's pastime. Yes, it is. It's the new. It's the new pastime. It's the new time. Uh. Okay, so last week, I think the first thing that we need to talk about is we, the first question that's on everybody's mind. That's on it. The first question, Podney Dangerfield, that's on everybody's mind. Is, is it about time that we wonder is is Tom Brady, even good? Is he even good? No, I'm not going to give this man any credit at all. He's good looking. That's as far as I'll go. But on the football field, I can't be certain anymore. Um, you can't. You just can't be. How do you go? I, I mean, Darth Belichick at the helm. You really? How does how does he take a guy? How do you, how does Jacoby Brissett beat the Houston Tech Houston Texans, which are like the Texans? <laughs> 27-0? Was that the score? Yes. You take a third-string quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, never, I don't even know if he, never take, he's a rookie, never took a snap ever in the NFL. I don't even know how many practice snaps. I don't even think he went to college. I'm not sure that he did. Yeah. Well, he went to Florida first, and that's basically like not going to college. So, Bilicek was about to retire down in Florida, saw this kid on the street, and probably signed him to the practice squad. Actually, what I heard the other day was that, this is a real thing, Bill Parcells was the one who turned Bill Belichick onto Jacoby Brissett weird anyway takes a guy like Jacoby Brissett and first week ever well he plays the week before you know half the game gives up like 28 points to the fucking Dolphins and beats the Texans who are a playoff team mind you favorites to win that division and just beats just spanks them the week two weeks before makes Jimmy Garoppolo look like a world beater I mean how can I mean I'm not saying for sure that Tom Brady is not as good as ever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm definitely not saying that Tom Brady is not as good as We're ever. just saying that he's a system quarterback, that Belichick is God. And I'm I'm pretty sure he was just excited that he was able to open up another part of the playbook. You know, he's never been able to run the Wildcat because Tom Brady is so goddamn slow. Yes. Exa- I mean, is Jacoby Brissett an upgrade 
from Tom Grady. Grady. Also Tom Brady. Is Jacoby Brissett an upgrade from Tom Brady? I don't know. Again, like the name of our pod, it's it's to be determined. You know, uh, it, it it's out there now. If uh, if he does get a chance, I'm talking about Brissett now. If he gets a chance to start this week, um, given his finger injury, um, do you ride him week five? You know, back to back wins. Do you just um, do you just Tom you, Brady's coming back? Do you just say you, Brady th- take another week off? I think you have to stay with what's working. You know, and and. I, I might be sold on this Brissett kid. Or maybe I'm just not sold on Tom Brady. I'm I'm not sure which one it is yet. The thing is, you got to ask the question. You have to ask the question. Of course, we know Tom Brady won four Super Bowl rings. But, I mean, really, you got to look at the body of work for Belichick. Without Tom Brady's... what I don't know what the record is. It's some crazy record. What, he goes... He wins... 11 times that year. 10 or 11 times with Matt Castle, who since then has not been worth the uniform that he's been that he wears <laughs> I'm not even sure he's in the league anymore he tried to be on the Cowboys last year couldn't win one single game with the Cowboys last year him and Brandon Whedon splitting time so wins 11 games with Matt Castle one season that Tom Brady's out Brady comes back you know they go they do their thing for a few years win Super Bowl or two but then starts this year Jimmy Garoppolo goes 2-0 and then comes in with Jacoby Brissett 27-0 to a playoff team beats a playoff team the Houston Texans and now shuts them out shuts them out you got to ask the question i think and i i think we we might we might be overestimating Tom Brady i think but the thing is the rest of the world is not going to see it that way no of course not you got a bunch of homers out there a bunch of boston lovers yeah you know what and it's it's you just you got to ask the question bill belichick just might be and he, not even he might be, he is just that good at his job. You hear about it all the time from everybody who talks about how insane he is with preparation. And he prepares his players. And he's prepared his quarterback for the last three weeks who have not been Tom Brady. And they've just been mopping the floor. I'm pretty sure he's prepared his team to win without a quarterback. Like, you know, right. just, we, we don't need one, you well, know? Well, that might be the case this Sunday because <laughs> I don't know who's going to be taking snaps for the Pat, for, for the Pats. It's looking like Julian Edelman. I don't know. We don't know if Brissett's going to be out. I don't know. By the time this pod airs, uh, they might be. They might have already come to that conclusion. But really, Julian Edelman might be taking snaps. Garoppolo, I know he suited up for the last game. Really, they really don't even know who's the quarterback. Well, the Pats are minus four and a half this week at home against the Bills, who uh, came off a rather impressive victory against the Cardinals. Killed them killed him you know so that uh that firing of the offensive coordinator um that that seemed to be the problem when um you know they were actually putting up points against the jets but yeah you know we just spent the last you know however long seeing you know talking singing Belichick's praises and they're well deserved but that four and a half this feels like a trap game i feel like to me it feels like a trap game in which way well, you got the Pats who are favored by four and a half at home. So obviously that's a line that it's not – Vegas doesn't seem to know what kind of game this is. It's going to be a – they seem to think it's going to be a mildly close game. What I'm saying is this feels that, okay, the last couple – the last three weeks have pretty much squashed any doubt that we have in Belichick. He can beat anybody with anybody. And now we're talking about a Bills team that's hanging on for dear life. Coming off an impressive win. Going into Foxborough, mind you. At home, going into Foxborough. 
And you know what? New England had an extra two, three days rest because they played that Thursday night game. So so more preparation. I, I wouldn't surprise anybody to see, I think, New England handle the Bills easily. But it has the makings of a little bit of a trap game to me, Podney, Podney Dangerfield. We got the Ryan brothers. Yeah. So Rex Ryan fires his offensive coordinator and who... Everybody was real confused at that decision. What's that going to do? The offense wasn't the problem. But here they go the next week and just smash on the Cardinals, who, by the way, have now lost handily in two of their three games. Yeah. So we might need to talk about them as possible. I mean, I was liking them as, as Super Bowl contenders. Of- and you know what? And it's it, it's still early in the season. You know, anything can happen. But they looked terrible. Once again, their offense could not get anything. Okay, but that's another conversation. So now, so now we're talking about Sexy Rexy Ryan and... The lap, the lap band brothers, who at this point are, lap, lap band the lap, brothers, the lap band of brothers. What's up, cousin Sal? I see you. Uh, I know you're listening. What's up? Um, so we're now we're talking about Rex Ryan, who has spent the last six or seven years coaching against Belichick twice a year. If anybody knows how to play Belichick, it's Rex Ryan. And now he's lost. I think his record is like four and eleven. So he's yeah. lost. Way more times than he's won. We didn't say we, he knew how to play him very no, well. But he knows he knows Belichick as well as anybody in the league. And now, if you believe in momentum, they got a little momentum. And I got to believe that Rex Ryan, he sees this game as... If he wins this game in Foxborough, at, you know, at New England, on the road... It kind of... It's almost like, uh, you know, the Michigan-Ohio State. Bama versus versus Auburn. You win this game and you're in the clear. He yeah. wins this game, I got to believe he think he's good at least for the rest of the year. You know, unless they lose out or something like that. So he knows how important this game is. And now they got a little momentum. You know, they played them. It was a shootout last year uh, in Foxborough when Bills came into town. I don't know. Feels feels has the makings of a uh, of uh, of a, of an upset. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like in certain situations you could be a little you know, too prepared. Um, I mean, obviously not in the case of Belichick because he's he's only proven us right with his preparedness. But you know, I feel Rex Ryan needs to come into this one a little loosey goosey. You know, don't overthink it. You know, don't even prepare at all. In my opinion, just uh, just kind of see what happens and and adapt to the game. Rexy Ryan and his ragtag group of rejects. Yes. I don't know. I, I, my feeling is that people are going to be all over New England, and if I were a betting man, I'd probably stay away from this game, but I feel like this is going to move a lot closer to New England's. The line's going to get a lot greater. New England's going to be favored, and uh, if anything, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, that being said, stay away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, it's hard to pick against New England Right. Um, in New England. You know, I've lost plenty of dollars betting against coach Belichick so mucho mucho dollars so uh yeah be careful out there folks but I wouldn't surprise me and it would actually elate me to see Belichick go down the the Pats go down at least once (laughs) before before Brady comes back and before the conversation of Brady comes coming back well you know let's not give him the job yet you know um he hasn't won let's not forget he hasn't he, he needs he needs to win his place. Yeah. Okay. Man's pushing forty. Yeah. Where's what Uggs? have you done for me lately? That's what I'm saying. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. So, uh, moving across the country, can we talk about, about our first place Los Angeles Rams of Los Angeles? The Los Angeles Rams of Los Angeles. 
two and one. Two and one. And for those out there who are not keeping score, that's good for first place in the NFC West. They are tied with Seattle, but <laughs> we own that tiebreaker <laughs> due to we that, that beautiful that. defensive oh, yeah. outing that uh, oh, that yeah. they displayed. Yeah, absolutely. So the LA Rams, it's just great to see. Yes. The LA Rams are sitting sitting high above the NFC West. Now we'll see how long that lasts, but. It's uh, great. Their defense is looking good. They made Russell Wilson look like a virgin out there. Yeah. Um, it's probably because he is still. Um, and, yeah, they actually put up points, scored their first offensive touchdown in 20-something years as great. a Los Angeles football team. Great. Um, Jeff Fisher, he's, you know, he doesn't want to go 8-8, eight and eight, and right now we're on pace to do at least that, you know, yeah. which is a good sign because I thought uh, – we might be sitting at four and twelve at the end of the year, which well, is still yeah. a possibility. The Rams are benefiting from what looks to be an underwhelming NFC West. Now they're still good teams, and it's still early in the season. But a lot of people were picking that division as well one of the best in football this year, and it seems that the Cardinals have not been able to figure things out on either side of the ball. Uh, which is surprising because I mean they have a great defense and all the likings of a capable offense you know with their so many weapons <laughs> they'll figure it out i still gotta imagine they're the f- they're gonna come out on top of that division because but you know y- you gotta win games yeah marlin you gotta win games and right now the cards aren't doing that but you take a look at the seahawks they got a banged up russell wilson and he's as we all know the heart and soul of that team without him seattle seahawks are I don't know what they are. They're a good defense that puts up nine points a game, which is what they've been. They're an aging defense. Yeah. Struggling offensive line. Can't keep their running backs healthy. Can't keep their quarterback healthy. Got a bunch of wide receivers who would probably be third options on most teams. Yeah. Jimmy Graham coming back from a, what is it, Achilles or? Pectoral. He had a pectoral injury. He's been banged up for his, the last. His weenus is hurting. Yeah, it's, he's got he's got issues. Yeah, he's, he's banged got, up. He's got issues that require some major Jimmy Graham tissues. So he did get a tug. He finally and, did get a tug. Yep. Yeah. So that's good for some of those fantasy benches out there because I know no one played him. Nobody, including myself. The red-haired wonder. Well, you know, all to say, it doesn't matter right now because L.A. has a first-place football team through three weeks. And we like that. Let's let's bask in that glory. Let's bask because who knows who knows how long that's gonna last. <laughs> but for all you haters out there, LA Rams numero uno in their division, so what's up? Uh so you know, I know we just brought up the Arizona game. Last week, what's up, three Super Bowl contenders go down. They're just Arizona got creamed by sexy rexy and the bills in buffalo pittsburgh goes down big to carson wentz you think there'd be you know enough game film on him already to put it put his rookie ass in his place you know especially against the steelers you know a notorious defensive team with a crazy offense these days with obviously antonio brown and five to three was that in no that was in philly it was in Philly, Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was a good one. Puns. Puns. Wordplay. You give up 35. Now, 
by all indications, Carson Wentz at this point is looking like a great quarterback. Looking like a perennial pro bowler. But in week three, you're going to give up 35 points and only score three? You're a Super Bowl contender, Pittsburgh. You have Ben Roethlisberger. you got Big Ben. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams. And a defense that could put points on the board, yet you manage three? Three ten? points? Three? Did they get ten? I don't know. Three points, though. I think it was three points. I don't think they scored a single time. It was less than 20. Yo, all I know is it was way less than the minus four that I got him out. Shout out, Diamond. Uh, pay your bookies, guys. Damn it. Anyway, um, yeah, lost a little bit of capital. Allocated some capital to the Steelers this last weekend and <laughs> came up short. Came up big time short. And that bet was lost in the first by the end of the first quarter. But hopefully that's not a theme for the season. Okay, so that so and so Arizona goes down, Pittsburgh goes down, and Carolina sitting at one and two, losing to who are now looking like a legitimate Vikings team. Now we all knew with their identity. Can be a strong defense. Yeah. And I think last year's Broncos proved that a strong defense and a serviceable offense can win the shit. I don't know. Vikings contenders? Definitely contenders. Uh, uh, you know what? They won their division last year. I think people sure people seem to forget that. Well, Bradford hasn't made a fool of himself yet. So, and he's stayed he's maintained his health through week three didn't play week one so he's got two weeks of staying healthy so i guess that's a good sign i feel i feel like season bradford's in the alex smith ryan fitzpatrick you know just the notorious game manager position you know don't lose us the game we have a good enough defense please just don't fuck up keep the ball don't fumble you know don't take stupid sacks don't get hurt you know just all the things that and i think sam bradford would do you you know know, just don't do them right and through two weeks, it looks like he's kind of learned. He knows his place in that offense. He knows he knows that he's 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 uh, he's a guest in the Minnesota Vikings hotel. However, I feel like he's a guy now, you know, because it, uh, AP was going to be the star of the show as far as that offense goes, and now you lose that, right? You know, so they still have serviceable running backs, but yeah, I'm, I mean, the, realistically, the Vikings, like the Broncos, they need to put up. 18 points? 20, 20? Can you get to 21? 21 points. That might will, be a guaranteed win. Right. 21 points will probably win the Vikings every single game. Kelvin they? Benjamin held without a right. single catch. I mean, the defense is legit. The defense is legit. I think anybody who has Minnesota Vikings defense on their fantasy team knows that this many weeks through the season. But, you know, I think it's there. I think they probably look to the Broncos. From last season, which is why they made the trade for Sam Bradford. You know, your 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 quarterback Bridgewater explodes his knee a couple <laughs> weeks before preseason. Uh, your star, your franchise running back goes down week beginning of week two. Although they made the trade for Bradford, they say they they took a look at themselves and they said, "Look, what are we? We have a great D, and we just need." quarterback who can get us they, they took advantage this is their, this is their year they know their window might not be open forever they know they have a legit defense this year yeah looking like a top 
two defense because Denver is. But are they really contenders? I mean, even if they do somehow squeak into the playoffs, is that gonna? Would that be enough? I don't think they're gonna squeak. Do you really? Think gonna squeak? You, I think you think they're gonna waltz. I think that they're gonna win that division handily. I've seen nothing out of Green Bay that is gonna indicate. Whoa, relax, relax, buddy. All right, Aaron Rodgers just threw for four touchdown passes. You know, only two hundred something yards, but yeah, great. You know, great, great. Congratulations. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm I I I think we all know what the Packers are capable of, but top to bottom. I think the Viking. I mean, they've at least you gotta at least say that they've definitely played better through three weeks. Oh yeah. And okay, so you know, Packers offense comes alive against the Lions. Great, one week. That's a shootout, anyways. Right. Where was that game in Detroit? So you're playing in a dome. Granted, you're on the road, but okay. So you put up points against a Detroit Lions D, which is not what it used to be. Oh no. Yeah, there, it's not the Detroit Lions D from three years it's ago. It's not not Dominican Sue, Nick Fairley, all those great defensive right. linemen and right decent corners. You're in a dome against a team that honestly they should beat. A team against the Lions who were a bottom of feeder predicted at the beginning of the year. I'm gonna go ahead and correct you. I'm pretty sure the game was in Green Bay. Okay, even better at home. <laughs> <laughs> Prove my point. Okay, why don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so they're at home and they beat a, a team which were predicted to be, you know, bottom of the heap. Uh, you know, and they take care of business. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm not. I'm. I'm not impressed. That one win. You know, uh, they have two wins. They won. Uh, yeah, they beat Jacksonville. Barely beat Jacksonville early in the season, week one. So they have. They're two, so they're sitting at two and one. I don't know. I'm not convinced. The Vikings in their new stadium. You know they got. They it's got a loud. New look. It's loud in they there, by the look. way. And I, I, I like them definitely to win that division. And I think when you're talking about the NFC, they're not going to NFC North. They're not going to get challenged by the Bears. No, definitely the Bears are. They're not going to be challenged atrocious. by the Lions. I think you you can you got to say it's it's Packers or Minnesota, and right now Minnesota looks mm-hmm. to be the better team. So, uh, and, and, you know, that's now we're talking about one side of that Carolina, that Carolina Vikings game, Carolina, on the other side of the, on the other side, they're sitting at one and two and everybody's wondering what's going on. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you either. You know, they got, they have, they have players. My feeling is they'll figure it out. That is a, it's a pretty weak, it's, it's a, it's a weak division. Uh, but you know you're sitting at one and two. That's not where they wanted to be. No, it's not where they wanted to be. Uh, so you know we'll see. Seems to be that they're definitely in a different position from last year, where they where they started off uh, thirteen and zero, had a little pressure on them. Right. You know, just as far as the undefeated pressure they goes, doubled their loss total from last year. <laughs> say that. I will say that. Through thirteen weeks, through oh no, just fifteen and one. My bad. They doubled. They've doubled their loss total from last year. Sorry, I'm so. sorry. I'm not a football historian here. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We'll <laughs> get you. We'll get it. Once we get wireless in this place, we'll have all <laughs> the facts figured out. I'm a football guy. I have a you know short short term memory. You know, I'm I'm kind of like a quarterback. Th- throwing it, throwing interception. You just got to forget next about one it. Go- hey, you're a shooter. Yeah. you're a shooter, Marlon. Next one's going in. <laughs> yes. Next one's going in. All of them are going in. <laughs> next one's even going even from in. half court. Right. 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 Uh, so. All right, where are we at? Shall we move on? To... Shall we? Shan't we? What are we talking? Um, shall we talk about old America's pastime? 
The old America. Baseball? Yeah. Baseball? The old world. Baseball? Baseball. Baseball. Uh, we can if you want. Should we resurrect it? Baseball? Yeah. Baseball. It's kind of dead. It is dead. It's, you know what? Baseball, it'll always be there, I think. It's more nostalgia for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's something you did with your pops, you know, when you were younger. Well, baseball, it, we've come a long way since, you know, even the 90s when baseball ruled all. When yeah. The shortstop, it was, the shortstop for a professional baseball team was, might as well, you know, is, was the point guard or the, or the quarterback for an NFL team. We're not there anymore. But baseball is always going to be around. But it did, we did have, we did have to say goodbye to this week. Vin Scully saying goodbye. You know, I don't know what else we can say about Vin Scully that hasn't been said, but. The man's been a part of my life since ever since. Ever. ever. Baseball equals Vin Scully to me. I'm, I'm. We were both about a month old when he made the call in 1988, the walk-off homer in the World Series. Yeah, it was, gosh, man. You know what's great about, you can go onto YouTube right now and just, the great thing about, obviously, this, this you know, new technology age is, you know, Vince Scully's gone, but. He's never going to be no, gone you, or forgotten. You can go on YouTube right now and find hours and hours and hours of Vince Scully calls, and, you know, we can relive all those moments, but. Uh, it's crazy, LA. You know, we're saying goodbye to a lot of uh, sports sports legends this year. It's wild that Los Angeles has had Chick Hearn and yeah, Vin Scully. We've definitely been hashtag blessed, honored. I'm, yeah. I'm on my ears. Ear candy. Ear candy. Yeah. Ear and, porn. Ear orgasm. Yeah. So uh, and hell of a hell of a home send off that game. I want to. I won't go into it too much, but a hell of a hell of a game. Hell of a last game for Vinny to call at home. Come back, a comeback uh, in the ninth inning. Come from behind victory uh, against the Rockies. Seager hits that home run to tie it up in the ninth. Goes to extra innings and in a walk-off home run to call it his last home game in Dodger Stadium. It's pretty special. You can't write that stuff. No, 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 no. Um, no disrespect to Vince Scully, Mm-mm. which means I'm about to disrespect him right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, man, he's gotten actually better looking with age. Um, How was that disrespecting him at all? I don't know, because he looked like Opie from the Andy Griffith show, you know, back in his early years, you know, with the big ears and curly red hair. I'm assuming it's red. The picture wasn't black and white. Couldn't tell you. Man is good. Man is, he's good looking. <laughs> he's a good looking individual. And I was really half expecting him to have some, you know, oh, excuse me, really wanted, you know, his wife's really good looking for his age too, but, you know, you look at a guy, he still looks like he might be able to, you know, hit sunset boulevard and some of the clubs in hollywood and oh yeah i'm sure he has a table reserved tonight you know it's taco tuesday he's he's got to get out there you know vin's not staying in on a tuesday night right 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 uh so staying with the la uh topic go for it um basketball season is upon us it is it is nigh lakers media day was yesterday um you know what? There's a lot to look forward to in Lakerland, even though Vegas has a Lakers total win total at 23 and a half wins. I'm not even sure what to say about that. I'm just so excited that we have a young core, you know, or we're beyond the Kobe era. As is, is much as that makes me sad, and I love Kobe, and I loved watching him play, you know, it's it's I'm ready to move on. You know, I'm, I'm ready to move on from just from Kobe in that era and just from watching him chuck up 
30, 40 shots a game. I think that's right. You know, before... Obviously, it was tough to say goodbye to Kobe, and it's bittersweet to see him go because, obviously, for the reasons you just mentioned, it was time to move on. This is a new Lakers team, but, you know, without Kobe Bryant... Kobe... I owe my basketball fandom to Kobe Bryant. You know, oh, yes. So, it's, it's... I don't think if the Lakers were the championship Lakers with Shaq and Kobe. I mean, you know, let's be real. The reason, One of the reasons why I love the Lakers so much because during my formative years, they won. And they were exciting to watch. And yes. that was because of Kobe Bryant. So, in my heart, they could have kept Kobe... For another, ten, they could have kept Kobe for another ten years, and my, I would have, I would have said, you know what, that's fine. As long as it's not for thirty million dollars right, a year, right. I'd have been cool point, with that you too. Pull the plug, yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't be. I owe, I owe everything when it comes to basketball to Kobe Bryant and the Lakers. So, to see him, you know, go on his farewell tour, which was a little strange, but you know, I liked it. I didn't like it from the, I, I, you know, I, I like the idea of paying respect to a great player. It's kind of weird how these farewell tours have kind of taken to become the norm for these yeah. you know, age stars, but just just kind of watching them be out there, you know, a shell of himself, you know. But it, the thing is, is it kind of happened so quick. I feel like it happened in like a two, two and a half season stretch, you know, yeah. like his Achilles went out, and then. Well, that's what was so hard is that he hasn't been Kobe Bryant since the beginning of, you know, even was, in, it, was it, it the it was the Achilles first. And that was at the end of that season, right? To like the 2013 season, yeah. his shoulder the next season, and then the season after that was his was his last season. But you know, that was what was kind of hard about it, is that we haven't seen, we didn't watch Kobe Bryant, we hadn't seen Kobe Bryant in two or three years. Exactly. You saw glimpses here and there. You'd see him get up and you know throwing down, or right. you know still try to lock down right. uh, the best offensive player on the other team. But it's gonna be it's. But you know, we have to. The page is turning. We have, we have to forge ahead. We have a nice, solid young core with Randall, Russell, yeah, Clarkson. There's a lot to be excited about. Man, I actually got to go to a couple games in Vegas this summer, and Ivica Zubac. Is that the boy? The boy from yeah. Europe. <laughs> He's definitely from Europe. Uh, is it Croatia? I don't know. Nah, I mean, that man. is a country. It is. It is a country, and, and it is in Europe. But man, he he's looking good. So it, so so talk to me. I you know, admittedly, I've been kind of focused on uh, on football these last couple of weeks. I haven't. I'm excited to watch preseason, but I don't know much about. Uh, so talk to me. What's up with the What's up with the kid? Uh, are we talking about Zubac yeah, or what? Oh man, he is. Uh, from what I hear, um, GMs just like the, the the Larry Nance pick. You know, GMs are a little upset that uh, we Lakers snagged him. Lakers snagged him. I like mean. That. Uh, I actually went back and saw some of the mock drafts, and Zubac was as high as like a top twenty pick, yeah. and he fell to the Lakers with the second, first second pick in the second round. So right. we definitely got a steal, and you know it was definitely a, a high ceiling pick, you know, because no one no one really knows, you know, you, you you watch game film with players from Europe, and they're playing against you know weaker talent, and you never know how that's going to translate to an NBA game. And this kid, you know, he's a defender. Um, 
He's he's quick on his feet. He's quick off the floor as far as like he could block shots. He runs the floor. Was he a, was he a three? Four? He, he's he's a legit center. Seven foot, seven one, oh. long wingspan. Oh, I like that. Um, you, you can't intimidate him either. You know he he's like gonna that. he's gonna body you. So he run the floor too? he's uh I'll compare him right now to a young Marcus All. You know, oh. and 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 that's kind of what he's projected to, projected to be. I um, I saw him step out and shoot the three. Um, so he's he could potentially be like a nice like little stretch five, you know, that could hit the twenty right. footer, maybe the corner three. So right. So you know, we were talking about Lakers. Vegas is projecting at twenty three and a half wins. That and is se- that, that sounds. They're projected to be twenty ninth out of thirty teams. Only Brooklyn is projected to be worse. I don't know. Granted, they're still they're they're still miles away from where they need to be to even yes. be to to contend obviously but can this i don't know if this team can fuck around and win an eight seed i don't know call me a homer and i might be you know no no no. hold on check that i'm definitely a homer <laughs> and of course this is you know i'm i'm in we are in, in as tony kornheiser would say i'm in an era of unbridled opti- optimism oh, i, I love, love this team yes you know a lot of people out there talking shit on this Moz on the mozgov signing which you know i was definitely one of them but Trade bait, you know. We'll see. We'll see how it works. Exactly. Out. We'll you know, trade bait. We, can we get? Can we get another first round pick by some right? s- some desperate Our, Utah team? No, exactly. Like, say say Utah. You know, like they have like a six seed going into uh, coming up on the trade deadline. You know, maybe Utah's a bad example because they have a couple big men. But anybody else out there? You know, they're middle of the road. Right. You know, they have some Indiana. extra draft picks. Yes, exactly. You know, like that's a salary dump for the Lakers. Right. And that that's the only reason why I might think that we're going to be hovering around our win total this year is, one, we have a top three protected pick. And Mitch Kupchak is not no idiot. You know, we're not going to win a championship this year, especially with the super teams out there like the Cavs and the Golden State Warriors. So you're saying, you're saying we might be in tank mode again? I'm saying we're going to be in let our young guys do their thing mode and hopefully... I can't. I can't. I'm. I'm so. I can't be in tank mode again. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't. You know. I what? can't do it. I can't do it. And I don't think. You know. I, we got. We got a core, and especially with. Uh, so, one of the other big signings in the off season was Lou Alden, and reports are coming out. Sources, my little birds, are telling me that uh, he's willing to come off the bench and and be be a mentor to our young guys. Yeah, actually I, I read something uh yesterday saying, well, he's actually supposed to start the season as a starter. Right. But, you know, he's already coming out saying, you know, if if Brandon Ingram does take over his role, you know, he's all for it. Um he's willing to mentor and be a coach to these young guys, which is exactly why we signed him, which is exactly why we gave him that money. And and the same thing with Meta World Peace, you yeah. know, you don't have Meta World Peace on your team. At this point of his career, no. for for legitimate, for strictly basketball reasons. No, wait, no. this that is one of one. I just love Meta as a Laker. Oh yeah. If, if I had my way, number thirty-seven would be hanging in the rafters the day <laughs> after he retires. That's if I had single-handedly if won I, that game seven you know, for us. Oh, thank, thank, thank you, Ron. Ron. When he was still Ron. Ron, the artist formerly known as Ron Artest in those days. But I mean, could you, you know, like. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier. The big knock on these, you know, millennial teams, quote unquote millennial teams, is that they're soft. These this pace and space is nobody gets mean. Yeah. Can you imagine what an entire season, or I guess it's gonna be two seasons now, meta on the team as literally? I mean, might as well just be an advisor. 
a, yeah. a consultant. Just exactly. In, in Julius Randle's ear, telling him how to be mean, <laughs> you, telling you, him to stick <laughs> his ass out and, and get boards and just be be a, a more you know a finessed version of of Ron Ron uh-huh. in his heyday. I don't know that. I think Ron can can uh, Meta, excuse me, can he's gonna give that team the fucking the the mad. They're gonna tell him to get to get mean. Yeah. And admittedly, the Lakers, you know, you, you know, on the surface, you look guys, you look at guys like D'Angelo and Jordan Clarkson and Ingram. You're like, man, these boys are soft. Yo, that's why we got. That's why we got Meta. He's gonna show someone how to be the glue guy because Meta is definitely a glue guy. He's sure. not someone. Who in his heyday, well, except for his year with the Rockets, but on the stat sheet, it's not what you really cared about. It's everything else that he brought. You know, his pesky defense, his pissing off the best player on the right. other team. Right. You know, the camaraderie, you know, just, just Meta, every, everything that he... If Meta can turn Julius into, you know, the Draymond of the Lakers, the, the straw that stirs the drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, that chemistry guy, the guy who just, who, who picks... Picks up the finesse guys. You know when they're not having a good game, he's just the guy who says, "All right, well, if we lose this game, it's not going to be because we're we're not we're not giving effort." Yeah, it's not because we didn't try. It's, it's not, not because right, we don't have heart. You right, know, right? It's because you know, and and you know, of course, the big the biggest signing of of the off season is Lukey, Luke, Luke Walton. Yeah, who is four years junior? Four years? How would Once. you say that? Four months. Meta's junior. Yeah, oh, there, there you go. go. There it is. English. He's four months younger than Meta. There you go. <laughs> Great. Uh, you know we're gonna bring. He's gonna bring in that Golden State pace and space, which you know that gets you know a lot of. That's a kind of a cliche term, but that's the new NBA. Oh my god! But that's equipped. gonna be so much more refreshing to watch than fucking Byron Scott's. You know, defense, discipline. Yo, shout out to Byron Scott. Showtime, but you As- had to do. You had to go do. <laughs> you had to go. This wasn't your team. This Yo. uh, Yo. This, this wasn't CP3 in Nolens. This wasn't J Kid in Jersey. Right. You know, like right. this is a right. this is a different NBA than where than where you had succeeded in prior. You know, um, yeah. big men are shooting threes these days. Not everyone wants to practice hard on off days. It's, you know, like this is like where like the millennial stuff comes in. Luke Walton. You know, did a bunch of drugs like when he was on the Lakers. I think like he was notorious. Allegedly. 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 You know, I'm not. Don't get my man. Don't get my man. I'm not even trying to knock him for it. You know. (laughs) Yo, allegedly. My man allegedly did that. (laughs) But if you could allegedly do that and still bring it, you know, like the the guy understands the NBA, the new NBA lifestyle. You know, it's a little more glamorous. These kids have more money than they they know what to do with right now. Uh, I think he's just going to manage them a lot better than, you know, the old man. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, some people have a problem with it, but this is just the new NBA. And uh, that's what we have to, you got to be a player's coach. It's not even just the new NBA. It's just sports in general. It's it's a star-driven, player-driven league, and a coach has to manage egos. That's just part of the game. Yep. You can't just be the the tyrant, totalitarian, my way or the highway kind of old school mentality. Because the reality is that's that's not the game. It's a players' league, obviously. Right. I uh, mean, I mean basketball more so than any other league. Uh, and but the players respect Luke. I think. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I haven't been in any locker rooms lately, but I know I respect the hell out of Luke. And, oh yeah. Uh, and you know, NBA NBA champion guy just come off a championship last year. I mean, the guy knows how to win, and he knows he could have been coach of the year for the first half of the season. I right. can't believe he didn't get credit for 
any right. of those wins. Right. That's Ridiculous. Yeah. Steve Kerr, the most overrated, in my opinion, overrated coach. Yeah. Who couldn't win with that team? Yeah, great. Yeah. Probably, oh, what, oh yeah, sure. I'll coach the I'll coach the Warriors. Probably Byron. Did you guys win like sixty games. Yeah, sure. Byron Scott probably yeah, could have fucked Scott that team up. He would have had him playing defense instead of offense. Right, 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 right. Well, uh, yeah, there's definitely be a lot to be excited about, and preseason's coming up, so we'll we'll be talking we'll be talking more Lakers uh, in the future. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I. I think that's gonna. This is a good enough place. Uh, good as hell, good as a place as any to end it. Our uh, first first episode of the new season of the To yeah. Be Determined we, podcast. We, we had to take a break. We we've been busy. <laughs> we've been busy. We had things to do. We're men. Right, right. We're men. Okay, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, we have lives. You know. You know what's gonna happen. Stuff gets you, put on the back burner. We right. were simmering. Right. We're we still were lukewarm right now. Yeah. yeah. We're about to heat back up. We, so, but we got we got renewed for a season two. Um, so here we are. Bear with us. Yeah, bear with us because that, hey, there's laughs to come. There's tears to come. We there's, got it all. Yeah, there's mi- more in- misinformation to come. Um, it's gonna be awesome. All right, so we'll see you next time. So for right now, Pony Dangerfield signing off. Mikey K, aka Pod Stewart, aka Two Pod Shakur's. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. We're out. Peace.